0: are you not entertained are you not entertained quiet numbskulls i'm broadcasting
1: you're listening to the french press podcast where we discuss events from our lives
0: welcome to the french press podcast this is episode 287 and i guess it's uh it's tuesday july 15th it's actually not it's you're Monday, right. Monday, July fifteenth. Monday. I'm so used to it being Tuesday, but you know, Ruben, habits. why are we meeting on Monday?
1: Uh, Layton, for two, for for one reason, uh, it's because of Layton. Layton asked us to move the podcast from tomorrow, Tuesday, to today, so that because he's going to be gone tomorrow, he's going to be at a um a speech conference or communication mm. seminar, something yeah, of that something, sort, something, something, something to do of that with sort. talking,
0: something that'll improve his podcasting skills yeah. significantly. Uh,
1: the thing is, though, if you're not present. No matter how much tutoring or, or, or schooling you go underneath, it doesn't really matter if you're, yeah. not, if you're not present. Yeah. So, so there's still some things he needs to work on. Being, yeah. being present is one of them. Yeah, yeah. And the truth is, Leighton is going to be here a little bit later.
0: Yeah, he's not here, so we, uh, we decided to start without him because um, we got, we got things to talk about and, and, and little time to do it in.
1: That's true. Uh, I'll run down the list of dockets. We're going to recap Jeff's Honeymoon, Stories from the North, Then we're going to discuss mosquitoes, and then we've got some feedback to get to as well. Mm. But we're going to start the episode talking about a tech tip. One thing I really like about Mac is that I can very quickly do math calculations, um, whether it be addition, subtraction, or multiplication or division. And I can string them together like you would in uh, in, in a calculator. It's called Spotlight. And it's also the search feature. Huh. So it would be very similar to Windows Start Menu. Yeah, sure. And I believe you can do calculations in the Start Menu now. Can you not?
0: I have honestly never attempted it. Okay. But I should try it.
1: You should try it. It's an easy... uh, Opening up the Spotlight is very quick and easy. And you can keep your hands on the keyboard. It's just Command Spacebar. And then it opens up, pops up a little search field. And then you can type in Mm -hmm. uh, Math calculations into it hmm. and I was uh, it worked great and I've used it for years and I was getting frustrated the last few weeks and I assumed it was because of an update but I would start typing in a simple uh, problem and, and I use this often for maybe pricing um, maybe I have the retail price of a product that I'm adding to a website and I need to find out what a 15% discount is yeah and so just yeah. real quickly to make sure everything's working correctly I'll just double check it and and use spotlight to, to figure the math. Mm-hmm. But what was happening is that there were... It would, it would figure the math, and it would show it briefly, but then it would end up showing me websites or photos or apps you know, or the, just, just the thing, random stuff I didn't want to yeah. see. Yeah,
0: the thing that I hate the most about the w- new Windows search is that if, if, there's, if you improperly type something and there's no result, it automatically opens it up in the web browser and searches the web.
1: It actually opens up a web browser. Yeah,
0: it actually opens up, and and it's not just w- whatever your default web browser is. It's Microsoft Edge. Edge. Wow. Which I hate.
1: Wow, that's a great feature. Um, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> there is thankfully some customization you can do with Spotlight, and I'm assuming you can probably do some customization as well in Windows Search. And there, mm-hmm. if, if there isn't a default setting, I'm sure there's a third-party app that will tweak that setting. But if you go into your um, into your preferences on your Mac and go to Spotlight, you can uncheck all the annoying things you don't want to see. That's pretty sweet. So there's a list of about maybe 15 to 20 different things, things like applications, bookmarks, and history, uh, contacts, conversion, I'm not sure what that even is, Uh, definitions, documents, files, folders, fonts, images, mails, movies, music, a bunch of stuff. Hmm. All I want to see is I, I often use it to open up apps, mm-hmm. so I want to show apps and I want to show the calculator and definitions. Those are the three. And sorry, I did I did leave system preferences checked, mm-hmm. so those are the only four things that I want to show up. And I was pleasantly surprised when I went to do that same math equation. Instead of a website popping up ahead of the math uh, yeah. answer, it it was just the math. There was, there was nothing underneath that. It just I, I was so. I was pleasantly pleased.
0: Pleasantly pleased. And
1: now, one thing that is a little bit annoying, <clears> Jeff, <throat> is that I can't sort the order of these results.
0: So you can't tell it to prefer this type of thing no. over another.
1: I, I was surprised that I couldn't. Which now that I just removed, you know, web uh, results, mm-hmm. it, the the issue is has taken care of. Does it thought. still
0: always show up in a certain order?
1: Well, only like if, if there's something.
0: Like, like, let's say a search would re, would uh, result in an app and a setting. Does it always show the apps first or always show the settings first?
1: I believe it always shows the apps first.
0: Mm-hmm. And you can't customize it.
1: I might be wrong, Jeff, because now I'm seeing that this list here is alphabetical.
0: Oh, so it'll, like, mix up whatever it is. I think
1: it just mixed it up. But I know that it was showing web results over my math right. calculation. And right. it was so clear I was doing math. Like, it was, like... 37 slash 2 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Anyway, hmm. so there's your tech tip for you. If if I guess there's two tips for you. If you want a quick and easy way to do math calculations on your Mac, and I'm assuming it works for, with Windows as well, it, it works in a Google search, mm-hmm. you can just hit Command Spacebar and start typing in your math problem.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and a, and a related uh, a related tech tip for Windows, um, and Ruben... I mean, I'm sure you use this all the time, too, on, on Mac or something similar. But um, you can always quickly and easily find a program in Windows anymore with Windows 7 or Windows 10 just by clicking the Start button or pressing the Start button on your keyboard and typing in whatever you want. You don't have to, like, go scroll through your list of programs or, you know, try to navigate all those menus. You just hit the, hit the Start button right on your Windows keyboard. And just start typing, and and it'll bring up whatever apps it finds that match that.
1: I wonder what the age, where it starts changing, but I've seen many, many people, older people, uh, just underutilize the search that is built into Windows Mm -hmm. or or Mac. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, it's a very, very handy feature.
0: Yeah, it's super, super useful.
1: Okay, we've got a little bit of feedback. Maybe we'll do that as well. Let's save the meat of the content for when Leighton does get here. Mm,
0: the meat. There is there is actually meat in the content. Oh, wow. A little bit.
1: Well, we got some feedback from our friend Galen. Ooh, um, Galen Shock. Yep, Galen Shock. He, if you remember last week, I mentioned that he went and listened to an entire episode, because, and he clicked on it and listened to it because he thought it was clickbait. Uh-huh. And then he did reply back. I guess he wasn't too excited about our title for last week's episode: "Peeing in the Sun," and he just said, <laughs> "Clickbait alert!" And so uh, I don't know if he listened to the episode or not.
0: If those of you who remember long ago, uh, he was also the one who complained about um, us blotching and slurping our coffee.
1: Oh. Uh, and we do have coffee as
0: well. Or he was one episode. of them who complained about it. I should say.
1: Yeah, one of them would be more accurate. Yeah. Um, we had one other question last week. We play the audio or no it was two weeks ago. Played the audio from Jeff's brother in law Justin, mm-hmm. the Pixel Bud, and I think we picked up a client for him. Kevin Stallsfoos, who I believe is getting married, uh-huh. messaged and asked for contact information for Justin. Oh cool. The Justin that does videography. Yeah. So he, Justin or Jeff, do you know does Justin Justin have an email address he or he has a, a Facebook webpage? page. Okay. He has well, a Facebook it page.
0: It's called um Uh, I'm pretty sure it's called Justin Time Media. I might be wrong. I think you're right, Justin Time Media.
1: Yes, that is right. And and like, um, in the picture, it's a picture of his face, and the the banner uh, has like a stylized. And it's like
0: Justin Time Media, like with spaces in between.
1: Yes. So that's uh, I guess check out Facebook page and.
0: Ooh. What yeah, he has some he has some videos on his uh on his page too, so. <laughs> All right. Uh yeah. <clears throat> Did you have any feedback, Jeff? I do not, actually. Um Yeah, I was trying to think and I don't. All no. right. That's fine.
1: So let's I guess we'll just continue on then. Start telling your honeymoon ex your honeymoon stories, Jeff. Mm.
0: Yeah, sure. So where to begin? Probably at the beginning. So uh, those of you who, um, I, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier on the podcast or not, but we went to the UP, Michigan, Upper Peninsula, the far northern reaches of the Michigan, uh, the land of Michigan. Basically
1: <laughs> the United States.
0: Yeah, almost there. Right up on Lake Superior, um, about right in the middle of Lake Superior as far as like east and west goes. And then, um, so, like, if you look at the UP, it's, like, kind of long and thin, and it was kind of, like, right in the middle, uh, in the town of Munising, Michigan, which is right next to Picture Rocks National Lakeshore, which is a beautiful, um, beautiful lakeshore. Um, anyway, so we went up there for nine days, um, we did all kinds of stuff up there, and, um... I'm going to leave the, uh, hey, the more on, exciting parts for when Layton comes. But. I'm, tr- I'm
1: trying to find it here. You were in the UP about halfway. You said the what National Forest?
0: Uh, it was close okay. to Hiawaschina- Hiawatha. Hiawatha, Nation- okay, that's where I'm <clears> at. <throat> right, but you. then there's also Picture Rocks National Lakeshore. And right above National, uh, Hiawatha National Forest, you see that island. It's mm-hmm. kind of an island out there. That is the town next to that island is where we were. Okay. So it's like, yeah, really close there.
1: And so you went on your, your honeymoon, you went nine days, and you went about... Did you drive up here to the UK? Yeah, we drove up there. Okay.
0: So uh, the first two days, we stayed in a um, little resort in Michigan City, which is about an hour away. Okay. And then we actually we actually traveled up the Chicago side of Lake Michigan because it was faster.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, to get up that way. <clears throat> so we did that, and then, yeah, uh, Munising is a, it's a little t- town, but super touristy because it is like... All the pictures that you see for "Hey, come to Michigan" are like of the area around Munising, because like, or most of them, I should say. Um, but they have this really cool uh, lakeshore called Pictured Rocks National Lakeshore, and it is absolutely amazing. Like, but the downside is there's no towns that are right on it, and so it's kind of like difficult to get to. You have to you have to hike to it, and you, <clears throat> it's actually best viewed from the water. Oh, okay. Um, and and, and I, I
1: see it here. From Munsing, it's to the northeast.
0: Yeah, to the northeast there. And, and there's not actually many. There's a few beaches along there, but not much. It's like mostly what it is is mostly sandstone cliffs. Oh, wow. Which are uh, really cool.
1: So how tall would you say they are?
0: Some of, I mean, they range anywhere from, I'd say probably the average is 100 feet. Oh, wow. Okay. And so, so they, they go up to almost 300 feet. Wow. So they're they're like they're like way up there, and they have like cool like little caves and stuff. Um, I should show you some pictures.
1: You should post some of these. Photos. I should post
0: some of the photos on the yeah. on the air table.
1: Well, I was gonna send the FPP
0: on the Instagram. Yeah, on the instas. Yeah, uh, but this is this is just an example of what the uh, lakeshore looks like here, and there's like oh, wow. there's like this brightly colored sandstone, and then there's there's actually minerals that are in the earth behind the sandstone that run out. And the sandstone is pretty porous, so water runs through it. And so the uh, exterior of it actually gets stained different colors depending on what minerals are in behind it. And, um, yeah, just really cool place. Um, Let's see. Here's another spot we went to. There's, like, this giant archway over the water. Oh, so you went kayaking. Yeah. All right. So one, one of the days we went kayaking out there, and they take you on a boat, the place we went there's multiple kayak tours around but this was actually i think the best one to go on we took a boat from munising and we went 13 miles out and then they dropped us off in kayaks okay. and the boat kind of followed us back when we kayaked for five miles along Ooh, the most dead. picturesque parts of the how long did uh, it take because it was about a i think it was about two and a half hours of kayaking oh
1: that's uh less than i would have expected
0: yeah, it, it didn't... Like, we weren't super rushed. I mean, we kind of got to putter around as we got there. Whoa. I think Layton's Someone's here. breaking in. <laughs> we just heard a giant crashing and tumbling down the stairs.
1: All right, we are going live, Leighton. All right. Oh, so hi, Layton. You can, you can jump right in. All right. Jeff carried your, uh, your duties.
2: Oh, uh, thank you.
0: Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm telling Ruben about uh, where we went on our honeymoon. This is a picture of um, picture Rocks whoa lake shore that was amazing <clears throat> so anyways we went kayaking for five miles that was really cool we had a, a, a tour guide i'm gonna see he was 23 somewhere around there He's uh, He's younger student. than you He's pretty young guy and his dad is like a pro tour guide and and does that uh, mean, uh,
1: yeah does he have extra badge on cool maps
0: he, no wait. but he is like super super skilled tour guide like like for a really young person, he know he knows everything. He knows all the jokes. He knows like he knows all the jokes. He knows the the voice <laughs> intonation that tour guides, all tour guides should have.
1: Give us an example, Jeff. I, I, I can't, can't. I can't picture. I it I in actually my head. can't. Whoa,
2: whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. You're telling me I don't have it. That as a person who is a you are a certified Google guide, yeah, aren't you? Yeah. Doesn't that I mean? Did you tout that to the? professional guide that hey i'm actually i mean <coughs> well i am a google guy.
0: i i I'm, I'm i'm really good in in uh, text but uh, not in voice that's that's what it is i see uh so anyways this anyways great guide and uh yeah he was he was fun to kayak with and went back in uh we took another ride um so there's a giant island there it's big it is so this is still seven all... miles long and four miles wide this was on a separate trip now a oh, separate trip okay in munising bay there there's that island it's mm-hmm. called grand island um and we took this boat around it and uh some stats for you the boat's 40 feet long it holds 40 passengers and it has 1600 horsepower
2: 40 and so feet
0: long that's, yeah so it's, a, lot it's of a horsepower decent boat but <laughs> it moved it was it was fast and anyways, they went all the way around the island. It took about an hour and a half uh, to cruise all the way around the island. Um, and it was like super... It was like a um, like a oversized... Um, what would be an example of what it is? It's like...
1: Like a fishing boat?
0: No, it's just like a big jet ski. Oh. Yeah. Huh. It, it feels like that. It handles like that. The guy was like super it was really cool he would like nose into a into a like one of those caves and just like sit there and he could shift the boat sideways and like back and forth and like with the waves it was super super skilled pilot or captain I guess you would say Mm. but then when he got out onto open water he would just like open her up and and the very first thing he did was um what he called a spin and we get up to the island and he is going full blast 55 miles an hour on the water straight towards shore and about i would say 150 feet from shore still going 55 miles an hour okay and he like whips the boat sideways and the whole thing like spins almost 360 degrees or almost 180 degrees sorry and just like sprays water all over everybody it was just it was really cool
1: hold it
0: weren't you afraid of flipping
1: or flying out? No.
0: Were you strapped in? No, you, you were strapped in. Yeah, you were strapped oh, okay, in pretty yeah. hard, and you and like he told us that he was gonna spin. Hang on, and so you like, and you have to hang on, or you're gonna fly into the person next to you, even though you're strapped in. It's like, yeah. Wow. It was pretty rough. Did but they have bars like in front test? of you to yeah, hang on to? Bars in front of you to hang on to, oh, and wow. seat belts were like airplane seat belts, kind of.
1: So a big part of this, it, it was view, but it was also a ride.
0: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then so so we go and do this little tour around the island. Um, it is. Uh, it's a national park um bought by the u s something or other mm. in uh in the nineties and there's just a small portion of it that is privately owned, but the rest is all government property there's no running water, no electricity on the island and there's like camping spots on the island and trails and a bunch of black bears
1: black bears yeah
0: <clears throat> anyways wow. so we go we go around this island and go back and then um Louisa got the idea that she wanted to go camping, and I actually thought it was kind of a cool idea too, so I went along with it. Oh my. But one and did you go on the island? One evening we went camping on the island, oh my. and we went to were the, you
1: prepared for it though?
0: Uh, barely, but we made it. Okay, so because
1: when you go camping, it doesn't matter how prepared you are, it's still a disaster.
0: Yeah, it it was it was a very uncomfortable night. We ended up taking about five blankets and a small tent we'd bought at the hardware store, and um, some mosquito sticks and a ton of mosquito spray. We used up like a whole can of mosquito spray. And
1: then it's not camping unless you have company.
0: We rented some bikes at the ferry. They actually let you rent them there and you can rent them for a whole day. So we rented them in the afternoon and we we're able to bring them back the next morning. So
1: uh, a what bicycles? Oh, okay. <clears throat> so
0: we went on the island. This island seven miles long. Okay. So, so we went uh, over um, on the ferry and the ferry goes every hour from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. So we went over in the 4 o'clock ferry, I think it was. And then, um, yeah, biked around in the evening. We're dead tired. Set up camp and camped out there. They have like, these camping spots ready-made. They have firewood over there. Um, and they do have, okay, so I they say they don't have running water, but there is some, like, water stations where you can get water. I think it's spring-fed, though. Um, and there's a couple lakes on the island and so we went and saw some of those and, but anyways, um, so our cabin, we stayed at a cabin. It was like kind of like an Airbnb. Oh, here's something else that we should cover that was in the bay. There's, uh, this was like a huge area for um, iron ore mining back in the day, back in the 1800s. Mm. Um, and so there's like some, some ruins there of an old blast furnace that they used to melt the iron out of the ore. It was oh, kind of cool. Wow. But then they also used to haul it out by ship. And Munising there is like a great harbor. It's protected by the island kind of, but there are some really shallow spots in the water around the island. And there was tons of shipwrecks. I think there 70-some shipwrecks. Why didn't
2: they put a lighthouse or something?
0: They did. They did have a lighthouse, but it was still like... The, the, the water was still shallow, like 300 feet out from the island. Um, <clears throat> and then it dropped off. Like, it was, like, shallow, and it dropped off to, like, 60 feet.
1: How deep is... Okay, that's what I was going to ask you. Lake
0: Superior, at its deepest point, is over 800 feet deep.
1: Okay, so it's... Okay.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, the bay is probably an average of 40 feet. I don't know.
2: Um, How how deep of pressure can the human body withstand? Like, if you swam down. I don't know. I've heard of people
1: swimming 100 feet down without special equipment.
2: Yeah. I think with special
0: equipment, you can go further, but I don't know how far what the max is. But anyway, so there's 70 shipwrecks in the area, but we went on this um, glass bottom boat and it's a big boat. And on the, on the lower level of it, there's two like squares cut out of the bottom of the boat with a, a sheet of glass in there. So you can see down into the water and we went and saw two of the shipwrecks. Mm. And it was what really kind interesting. Of, what
1: kind of ships were wrecked? I mean, like fishing boats. So the
0: one was a, the one was a, um, uh, an, an, an uh, a freight ship. It sank back in the 1800s, and it sank in, like, 60, 40 feet of water, and the masts were, like, 50 feet or something, so you could still see the mast sticking out of it. And it sank, and there was two men on board, and it sank so fast they died. Two men died. Um, But it was actually – let me back up a little bit. The uh, entire crew went on land except for two people because the ship was, like, taking on water, and they were on there pumping the water out. Mm -hmm. And they tied the ship to a tree – so that it wouldn't, like, go away from shore. Um, And then somehow during the night, the guys, like, fell asleep or something. And, like, the ship tore away from the tree, ripped the tree out with it, and went out into the middle of the bay and just sank. And the captain came out in the morning and looked out there, and there's the mast of his ship sticking out of the water. So that thing sat there for a long time until the insurance company that insured the ship... In his cargo decided to recover the cargo and paid a recovery service to get all the iron ore off of it. And so they came, and they actually, it was so deep, they didn't want to go down that far. This was back way back when. And so they actually went down and put, like, balloons in the ship and lifted it up and moved it into a shallow part of the of the water oh my. and then set it there. And it's still there today, and it's only, it's only, like, eight feet below the surface. Oh, wow. So you can see it. You can even see it on Google Maps on Satellite View. Let's go find it. Um, if you look in the little, the little bay on the south end of the island, you can see it. Ah, uh, anyways, that was that was really cool to see. Um, in fact, I think there's even a Google Maps marker. It's called Shipwreck Bermuda. Shipwreck Bermuda.
2: Yeah. Are you gonna? Is this a picture that segment? You should post I, I, at least. I one don't
0: the... have a picture of the shipwreck.
2: Well, I mean, no, no, no. Oh. I just. I, in general. Like, of, of the ta- ta- other pictures? Yeah. Yeah, your honeymoon. Like, the, the, the one yeah. picture, that the, the first one that you showed me, that looked amazing. It's really cool. Yeah, we'll post Hold some pictures. it. Um,
0: anyways, so those were, like, the watery things that we did. Uh, but Munising has, like, tons of stuff. They have good food. Um, but it's also kind of, like, out in the backwoods of Michigan. And our cabin that we rented was about uh, 15 minutes from town. Yeah, around there, and <clears throat> so you take the main highway out of town, you get off onto a lesser but still main highway, mm. similar to I would say State Road Nineteen, and then you take that for about ten minutes, and then you go down this tiny trail or tiny road that's like really pot but but you, and you take that for about a mile and a half, and then dirt, and that's where that's where our cabin was. So it was like kind of on the sticks. Not really many people around there. I mean, there's there's houses close to us, but you couldn't see or hear Are there,
2: anybody. Uh, my landlord won't even won't pay me the rent. Houses, you know my what? tenant, my tenant won't pay the rent. There might, there might rent be houses. a few of those. It, can you buy them cash?
0: <laughs> so, anyways, so uh, now onto the the real content. Oh, oh. Well, I have a question. Sure.
1: <laughs> Is this the kind of place, Jeff, that you would want to go back to, or was it like, hey, I saw everything there. And Next time, we're going to go to the other side of the UP. or
0: Yeah, so I, I wouldn't want to go back for the sites. It wasn't that um, nice. No, it was amazing. But oh. we were there for nine days. We did pretty much every touristy thing that there is to do. Maybe I could see myself going back someday, but it's kind of like I've seen this. I would rather go see something else next time. Gotcha. Um, just because I have experienced it. And I was like, it, it, it was amazing. And, and I would definitely recommend it for anybody, but i'm 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 not the kind of person that would like enjoy going back to see the same scenery mm-hmm. again i would I would want to go somewhere else that's also seen it because there's so many places to go
2: mm.
0: anyways <clears throat> so uh, the UP is a huge place for snowmobiling okay snowmobiling is a massive thing in the UP well in most of Michigan for that matter um, and you should bring up Google Maps because you can see, you can see this. Right. Uh,
2: Everyone, if you have an iPhone, yeah. go to your home screen, swipe down. Now type in Maps. Uh, if you're smart, you'll have the Google Maps app show up. If you're if you're not not quite as smart, pause you'll right have, now. Pause right now and download Google Maps. Right, and get Jeff as a professional Google guide.
0: Okay, so you're going you're gonna to go to Munising, Michigan, is in the UP. Um, and once you're there... Wait, wait, what am I supposed to search in the search bar? Munising, M-U-N-I-S-I-N-G. I'll show you this because it's... Anyways, so I'm going to keep telling my story a little bit. Keep going. Snowmobiling is a huge thing up there. There are snowmobiling trails everywhere in the UP. And during the summer, those snowmobile trails are also used as ATV trails. Mm. And they're great. They're really nice. Some of them actually are gravelled, um, and you know, very well maintained. Uh, and they're pretty much everywhere, all over the UP.
1: And it's public, so you can you can go yeah. drive it.
0: Public land, publicly maintained. Okay, so are you at Munising?
2: Yes. Okay, it's highlighted in red. Yeah. On my Okay, so you app. see
0: uh, Highway 28 coming out of Munising, south out of Munising, okay, straight down.
2: Oh, so, yeah, coming. Yep. yep.
0: Now it, uh, it it goes down and 94 branches off I the one that. way mm-hmm. and yep. the other way, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You're going
2: to take the one to the
0: west, which is the white one, not the yellow one.
2: Oh. Okay. okay. Is that on go, Google Maps? If you're on yep. Maps, Apple Maps, it might not show up those colors. Yeah, well, I— But go to the one on the left. Go to the
0: one on the left, okay? We're going to go down, and it kind of goes down a hump. Oh, yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes south, and then it goes to Colwood— yep there's Colwood, okay, and you keep on going past Colwood there's kind of like a cross major crossroads with a bunch of roads there, yeah, okay, we're gonna keep on going past until the next road that goes straight south, the straight one, not the crookedy one, and that's called h o five okay yeah. okay, and you go down there uh until there's kind of a road that goes across it like an x, yep, that is right where our cabin was right there, okay, oh, well wow. you were in the bunnies, yeah. So that was our main way to come back, come down 94, come down HO5. You you
2: lost me at Colwood. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Uh. All right, but keep on going. Okay,
0: so so Colwood to 94, like keep on going 94 all the way to HO5. HO5 goes straight north and south. Anyways, but now if you zoom out a little bit, you see this trail uh, that's marked 523, and it kind of goes like Caddy corner across there. That's called a road. That's that's road, yeah. Yeah. That's a road. And it comes, look, it comes all the way out to where our cabin was. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, one day I was like, hey, well, let's take this road back. It looks kind of cool. It looks like it's really crooked. So it, I don't know. I'm, I've am i been in places where there's like tiny roads going through the mountains. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes a long time to go through them. Mm-hmm. But they're fun. They, they're squiggly. And, but they're usually well-maintained and whatever. So we're like, sweet, let's go down this road. So we got out of here. And get on this little 523 and it was an it was an amazing little road it was, it was, it was gravel really nice there's nobody around okay and <clears throat> now this is like probably a logging trail one day long time ago so we're going down 523 and it's it's nice okay and uh it just kind of like goes up and down and finally we get to a part where it's like Okay doesn't look as maintained doesn't look as traveled the road less traveled. And and during this time did you have good cell phone service where you could see where no. you were going? I had I had maps downloaded and I had GPS. Great GPS. I knew exactly where I was. No cell phone service. Okay. So if something were to happen and we were get eaten by a bear we couldn't even try no to one call would for know. help. Yep. Why didn't you you should
2: have invested in like an SOS like GPS like yeah. button thing. Yeah. Yeah to make sure that you are you stay safe. Yep. <sighs>
1: Next time. Anyways, Such so, a risk taker. So
0: and, then, and then, okay, so we get to a part where, it, like, there's a steep downgrade, and there's, like, a big gully in the road that's been, like, washed out by the rain. And so I was like, okay, I can straddle this. It kind of went from left to right, and it was started in the middle of the road and kind of went, like, it, it pretty much stayed down the middle of the road, just angled okay. a little bit. So I just, like, and it was probably 10 inches deep. But okay. I was like well i can I can get this with my car. It was not very wide. it was ten inches wide, and I just straddled it and went down, and it was fine. And then there's this giant rock in the road that I didn't think about. My car has very low ground clearance, okay uh which is important for later in the story oh, no. but I hit this rock and it just like all the way underneath my car. I heard it rumbling all the way back, and that annoyed me, and I thought I maybe scratched something up down there or bent something, but I didn't. And kept on going, and then there was another golly, and this one was worse. Ooh. But I saw that I could get kind of off to the side of the road and go down, so I did.
1: But whatever I, – I think we've all been in situations where we don't know what lies ahead.
2: Mm.
1: But what we're going through is a little bit worse than what, we're ex, what we expected. And if it keeps on getting worse, we're, we're in trouble. If,
2: yeah. if, if you so, go think back a couple of episodes when we had Kyle on – yeah, and he talked about hiking. Yeah, yeah. In Seattle, that's that's a prime example right there. Right.
1: Yeah. Okay. How do you know if you should keep on going or turn around?
2: It's when you start fearing for your own life. When you start fearing for your safety, I agree.
1: But now, what about for the safety of others?
2: Uh, for the safety of others, I mean, you'll probably start fearing for your own life before you start fearing for the safety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, okay. I will clarify.
0: At no point during this escapade did I fear for my life. Okay. What about Luis's life? No. Did
2: she fear for her life?
0: No. Did you ever ask her? Uh, I I know
2: her sentiments, which I'll explain later. They took the Enneagram, Ruben. They're on a whole deeper level than what you are. (laughs) (laughs) They're on another level of love. Oh, my. Uh, Anyways, anyways,
1: so
0: we keep on going down this road, and, and and now it's like, okay, no more gollies. Now... It turns into uh, there's less rocks and it's kind of sandy, mm. but it's like hard packed sand. And so I'm like, oh, okay, this is fine. We got into this like cool looking pine forest and it's like, hey, different scenery. They had uh, a long time ago, I think they had logged it out and planted new pine trees because you could see uh. the pines were planted in straight rows. Mm. Anyways, and so we're going down here and all, and, and like gradually the sand is getting deeper and softer. And we're like, um, okay, well, this, this is still fine, it's still tr- able to traverse this. Now, we're going downhill, okay? And and this is a pretty curvy, narrow road. Two cars couldn't have passed on it. You could, you could like, one car could go halfway in the ditch and sit there while the other car passed, and it would have be been fine, but two cars could not have passed. Mm. And so <clears throat> I come over, crest a ridge, and look down, and the trail splits in three.
1: Oh, wow, options.
0: And I'm like... Here I'm going. I'm probably going 15 miles an hour, so I'm not going that fast. But you can't see very far ahead because the trail is so twisty. Okay. Mm. And did they have the the trails labeled at all? Like no. Terrible, worst. No. Wasn't this one (laughs) less
1: traveled by? One traveled by and one more traveled by?
0: No, they they were kind of that way. There was kind of like this one looks right and this one doesn't look right just because of how much they were traveled. But Mm. I come down this thing. And I'm kind of in sandy soil, so I don't want to stop, because when you stop in sand with a car, you're probably not going to get going again. But
1: you, but you are headed
0: downhill, though. But I'm headed downhill. Okay. And I'm like, which means you won't be able to get back up. Okay, this is the point at which, uh, if I'm going to turn around, I should consider turning around.
1: Oh, I think you're past that point. I don't think you can turn around. Keep going.
0: So, so well, that's the kind of what I was, I was like, I was like, okay, well, this is going, it went downhill sharply and then back uphill again. Are you okay? in your little, little, uh, my, Ford? My, yeah, my, my, my Ford Focus. All right, I'll keep going. So, <laughs> get down, and I'm like, oh, which, which trail? And I don't want to stop. And so I quick, I am taking the middle trail because it looks the best. <laughs> and I go down, on, I go flying down in here, and, and it curves sharply, it goes down. And then and the one trail splits off far to the right. One trail splits off far to the left. And the one goes straight and then curves sharply to the right. Okay? And so I go down there and get into deep sand. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, no. And so I just kind of like step on the gas a little bit. and Yes. yes. <laughs> Keep on going. Do it. Keep on going and kind of come out. Okay, we're out in the open now. There's no trees. And there's still kind of deep sand. And I'm going around a curve to the left. And yeah. all of a sudden, I start going uphill. Oh, no. And there is the most massive gully in the middle of this road. <laughs> the road is literally has been washed out by the rain, and it goes slants this way for a little bit. To his left. And then <laughs> this way. <laughs> up to his right. And then this way and this way again. And from from the sides of the road to the center, I'm, it's, it's not that far. It's, it's two feet, okay? But, but it's two feet up on this way, and then... It switches two feet on this way. Like like the road is slanted all the way across the yeah. width of the road. <clears throat> two feet. And then there's like a ravine in between the two and then two feet. Oh, and it boy. goes back and forth. And this is like I am not gonna make this. But I can't stop. And I can't turn around. This is like I can't turn around. I've just gotta try it. It's and like so the I just fast like,
1: and the furious meets
0: real life. Yep. And so I just like thrum over this thing. <laughs> Felt a little bit of scraping as I went over, and I made it. Wow. Miracle of miracles. Now, oh. I'm at the point where I can't turn back. I do not. Oh, I think oh. you were there before. Yeah.
2: Uh, b- when no, you b- started heading down that hill. When I started
0: heading down that hill, it was like, okay, I could have stopped halfway down the hill and turned around and gone back.
2: Mm, not the in way I'm sand. picturing it.
0: That, that way, it was, it was I'm, not. I'm picturing
2: a sand dune. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not
0: a sand dune, but oh, it, was, okay. it was like dirt with sand on top. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, but but that was like that was the point of almost no return. This was the point of for sure no return. Okay, okay so
1: now Jeff is at and can you there. explain? I know I know you want to get to how Louisa is acting and reacting, but can we can you give us a little bit of an insight, a little update? Like what you haven't even mentioned what she has been thinking or saying at this point. Is she just
2: silent Louisa, and just
0: clutching for Louisa, At the beginning of the trip, was kind of like oh this is cool, you know, chattering, chattering, chattering. At this point, she is totally silent.
2: Oh, oh, no. Boy. I think and it, I she's think uncomfortable. She said, I think this is a bad she's sign. She's fearing for her life. I
0: think she said, I think she said oh, are we going to make it? And I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Don't worry, honey. I'm a Google guide.
0: Anyways, I get this to the top the of this hill. This is the man you married. At the top of this hill, I'm like, whoa. How did we just make it over that? And I stopped. Okay? <laughs> did you the get top a picture? the top of the hill, oh. I... No, I did not take a picture. But at the top of this hill... I stop and it's gravelly, okay. Oh, good. And I look on Google Maps. I'm like, I hope I took the right way. Way, and I look on Google Maps and we are off of the trail. Oh no! <laughs> and I was like, I took, I made the wrong choice. Time to turn back. I ain't gonna turn <laughs> oh, back. <my. laughs> and so I was like, okay, so now this trail uh, splits off to the left and right. It has to and go somewhere. And now it looks, it looks like to the right. That it goes back to the main road that we were on, the little road, the 523, okay? And so I'm like, oh, sweet, let's go this way. (laughs) Went that way. Yep, here we're back on 523. Oh, wow. 523 is supposed to turn up ahead. We drove, and it's forked off again. 523 went off to the right, and it was... Do they have signs? No. I was just watching my maps as I was driving along. Why do they
1: have it marked? I don't know. That's... If it's on Google Maps... It should it should be, I would it should be a road. A, I'm
0: assuming It should be a road. It should be a real road. road. They even have a number no, for. Well, here's it. here's what it is. H. It's a snowmobile trail. Oh. And in the winter, you can use Google Maps while you're snowmobiling. That's oh. awesome. In the summer,
2: Google yeah. Maps should warn you. They should like, It should. Hey, there should be some, some classification large gullies of roads that like if you go down this road, yeah. you'll hit a point where you won't be able to turn back So
0: of anyways, uh, 523 turns off to the right and there are trees like really low all over the sink. this is not a maintained road where it splits off to the right and i was like i am not going down that cuz if i would have gone down that I, my trees would have been hitting my car immediately cuz it was so low
2: and it's already experienced it already has experienced enough damage as it is yeah for and one so i was just
0: like i'm going to keep on going now i'm in about 3 inches of sand so i have to keep moving can't stop and and flying along this trail the trail is getting narrower and narrower and oh. narrower like and an inception and it's, it's going like off of where I thought I was going, oh. and I was like, okay, I know kind of where I want to come out, and I'm just going to make turns as I come along, hoping that I get out. You
2: try to head in that general direction. You're head in that
0: general direction. Wow. I know this trail has got to come out somewhere. He's like,
2: Louisa, snap picture. <laughs> I'm a Google guy, and I need to post these. <laughs> and
0: then, and then we get to mud puddles in the road, and I just like, fortunately, the mud puddles were only on one side of the like. It was at this point. It was sand with, like, uh, a little bit of grass in the middle. Okay. Okay? And then the mud puddle on the one side. And so I was, like, speed up a little bit and through the mud. And then go a little more, and there's another mud puddle. Anyways. You know what this whole story
1: reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, Mario Kart.
0: Mm.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, sometimes you get into sand. It felt that way.
1: Sometimes you get into the, the puddles. Sometimes mm-hmm. you go flying. Sometimes you get off the map, and you have to...
2: Yep. And then a little guy on a with a fish fish with a fishing line riding on a cloud like picks you up when you like go off the road and like, sets you back down. Sets you and, back. Yeah. Um, the only thing that's missing is a turtle shell. Yeah. That Jeff is yeah. about to fling. I was picturing actually. I wonder. Th- there's got to be some of our fans that are like fantastic artists, that are great at drawing, either digital drawing or hand drawing with pen or pencil on paper Mm -hmm. and i would just put it out there put your put your artistry skills to the test and do your best sketch of jeff in his little ford focus and louisa driving through these jungle trails i think a good little trails a
1: good touch would be like a just married sign or a You know, mark on, on, on the back of the
2: vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you, uh, like, have Jeff, like, clinging to the steering wheel and just, like, a little bit of sweat, like, dribbling down <laughs> the one, like, just one little, yeah. That would just be so good. And then Louisa trying to take a picture <laughs> so, <laughs> so that Jeff could post this on his, uh, on, on, on Google Maps. <laughs> And get his uh, Google Guide cred up even further. Guide cred. Uh, What's amazing is that you know that Google was like looking at that and thinking, (laughs) wow, someone's snowmobiling in the summer. (laughs) Well, (laughs) okay. You see
1: it sets off an alarm back at Google Maps headquarters. So I'll finish
0: this story now. Okay. And uh, so now we're we're at a point where the trail is pretty consistent for probably three quarters of a mile. I was – at the point where we were in this, like, spot where I would have gotten stuck, we were two and a half miles from anywhere. So it was, like, middle of nowhere. Anyways. And
1: right now, are you going uphill
0: or pretty now much? Now I'm going uphill and downhill, uphill and downhill, oh, wow. and around curves. And I'm going about 15 miles an hour on, on on some pretty narrow trails that if somebody was coming, I would hit them. But I didn't want to get stuck. And I figured I hadn't seen anybody at all, so I figured nobody's on it. And I come flying out, and poof, we are out here by a lodge. Driving through their backyard. <laughs> uh, oh my! And finally, we get out, just come hauling through there. It was, it was actually a trail, but it was like through their backyard, and uh, come out on the main road and go turn back towards the cabin. I know where we're at now. Go back, go home. We were inspired by this to go ATV. Oh, okay. And so the um, two days later, we rented an ATV. And actually relived this trail via ATV. Oh! Wow. I did not get any pictures, but I got a video, oh, which oh. is even better. Sweet! <laughs> now I know why Jeff was so excited about talking about the, this
1: honeymoon experience. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, anyways, I we went back and got a video of of this this trail that we traversed. Jeff,
1: be honest. Did you do it uh, because this, of the French was, the French press?
0: No. Oh, okay. I did it out of Previously, my adventure adventurous, adventurous in just spirit. Call. So this is, we're, we're traveling uphill here, and this is an ATV. Now, the video is super stable, but watch the ATV as it goes over these bumps. Oh, yeah. Your like, car traversed this. My car traversed this. Are these the gullies? Are these these uh, are the gullies. This is, that, that's the uphill one that I was sure wow. that I was going to get oh, stuck wow. on. Anyways, and, and this is kind of how it was, as, as it shows right here, was kind of how it was the rest of the way back. Anyways, we'll post that on Instagram as well.
2: Oh, that's a good idea. That's pretty crazy. Jeff. So...
0: Anyways, we, we took an ATV and, and it's about 60 miles of ATV trails down to Lake Michigan. And so we ATV'd down this thing first, kind of got our videos, kind of relived this, went on 523 where it turned off and I decided not to go down and we couldn't even make it with the ATV. It was, there was trees across the road and t- it was terrible.
1: Wow. So if you would have went that way.
0: Yeah. And would've... it eventually just ended uh, in somebody's property, but there was a tree line in the way and you couldn't even get through. Um, so we were. I was glad we didn't go down that way. Um, anyways, went and saw a big natural spring that is forty feet deep. Wow. And the water is so clear you can see straight to the bottom, no problem. And ten thousand gallons a minute of water come out of the ground. You measured it? No, that's what the lady was saying. Oh. There's like a raft that you go out on over, and and it takes you over and takes you back. And there's a lady there telling you all about it. And anyways. It's the water's forty degrees. It's chilly. Cold. Um, anyways, so that that was pretty much our honeymoon story. Um, yeah, wow. went ATVing then, and that that was a blast. And that is that is the only reason that I would really like to go back, is to go with a group of friends and go ATVing up there because that would be fun. There is a huge network of trails. It is beautiful countryside. You're going through the backwoods all the time, and there's like mud to drive through and sand dunes and just it's really cool all kinds of stuff to see and anyways
1: now that does sound like fun so well done jeff yeah that was probably your best story
2: it,
0: it, it was yeah
2: yeah i would agree with that i mean it had some danger and some uh wondering questions, questions. yeah what so what so now
0: i asked yeah. i asked louisa then we asked somebody asked louisa as we were telling this story recounting the story what she was thinking the whole time. And she was just like, I was terrified. <laughs> and I knew we were going to get stuck, but Jeff seemed like he knew where he was going, and I wasn't about to say something and make him freaked out, too, was her response. <laughs> so, Wow. Uh, anyways, thank you, Louisa, for that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Thanks for not saying something,
0: even when you doubted me. So That's the great. the only downside to our trip was, and we can... Halt this whenever we want. But the only downside to our trip was the ginormous amount, massive amount of mosquitoes. Uh, you, when you went outside, in if it was bright, sunny, or really windy, you didn't have to worry about it. But if it was like partly shady, or not much breeze, or whatever, the mosquitoes came out in mass. And like, I I have heard stories told of people going crazy because of mosquitoes, and I believe it. Like, wow. you literally, Did you, when we went biking on the island, we, we doused ourselves. We we bought a can, brand new can of mosquito spray, and we used three quarters of it on ourselves. And when you stop, we're biking across the island, but when you stop, the mosquitoes swarm around you, and they try to find a place to sit on you. They don't actually sit on you and bite you, but they just, like, swarm around you so much that you feel claustrophobic. Wow. And there's just, like, 150 mosquitoes just floating around you waiting to bite.
1: Discussing mosquitoes was on our topics, and I wasn't sure exactly why. Do you know Layton
2: because uh, I put it there. Okay. So what did,
1: what did you what's your thought on mosquitoes? Are you also not a fan of them or
2: uh, No, I, I, I just wanted to discuss like our thoughts on mosquitoes. Like, do you think it's true that mosquitoes are attracted to certain blood types? Or is it just anyone?
1: Wow. I just saw a post on Instagram. Oh, wow. Today. (gasps) I'm not kidding.
2: Dude, things happening in pairs.
1: Oh, wow. Anyway, (laughs) I I didn't read everything in the post, but it was something about, uh, and I'm pretty sure it was something promotional about, hey, uh, if you're getting bitten bitten by mosquitoes, you should do this or that. And what I remember was that it's not, they said it's not blood type. It's something to do with the bacteria on your skin. And I, I didn't read it. I was just <clears throat> glancing it and, and, and scrolling.
2: Well, I, I thought mosquitoes were heat-seeking. Like they, they kind could, of are. I well, thought, why, why are they heat.
1: attracted to different people? I actually,
0: I actually, I don't know. I, I almost think that they're attracted to everybody the same, but just different people are affected by them more. Like, some people get bit by mosquitoes and don't really get itchy and, and have lumps. But whenever a mosquito bites me, I just get a huge welt and it's just super itchy.
1: I I don't, but I don't, I try not to let them land on me. I try to kill them as soon as I, as soon as they land before they sting.
0: They they are like, I mean they're they're disease carrying. Um, yeah, they they actually found some recently in Elkhart in Elkhart County at the West Nile virus. Yeah. So, where that mosquito spray mosquito spray it. does work, it does work. And if you don't Indeed. like if you don't it like the, <laughs> if you don't like the DEET, uh, I think Cutter has a a Deep Woods kind that uses a um. A different chemical other than DEET. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit more um I don't know, it it feels less aggressive, but it's supposed to work just as well. But
2: I thought I thought you could make your own homemade uh out of essential oils. It is a bug spray.
0: It is a repellent. And that stuff, it works. It actually does. i I've, I've used the essential oil stuff, but it works for
2: about twenty minutes. Ah. Until you have to coat yourself again. Yeah. All right. All right. I just had another weird thought. Why is it? that if I told you it's 98 degrees outside would you say that that's hot yeah okay would you say that it's possible for someone to like pass out f- just from f- the heat from the heat at 98 um, at 98 degrees if they yeah. weren't hydrated why is that because
1: oh you're not gonna let us answer
2: well I- I'm just saying the reason I'm questioning it I agree that does sound hot Anything above 80 degrees sounds hot. Yeah. But what's weird is that we all, we, science has come far enough that it is no longer a standard of 98.6 is what everyone's body temperature is supposed to be at. Yeah. It varies a couple of degrees. Some a normal is like 94.6. Some it's like oh, 99. Yeah. I didn't know it varies, yeah. I didn't no, know it varies that much. Yeah, I mean, well, I, 94 might be a little bit a little bit stretching it. A little bit. Actually, yeah, it would be. But it still might It might be like 96 or mm-hmm. 99 or 100 even. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you go, like, 103, 104, yeah. then you have to, like, go to the ER. Like, well,
0: I mean, if you have – I think it's a
2: – You have a really bad fever. <clears throat>
0: well, if you have, like, 104 plus over a certain amount of time – you you can actually experience brain damage.
2: But okay, so now I agree. <laughs> but yeah. here's the weird thing. If it's 98 degrees outside, which is generally where everyone's body yeah. temperature is, why are they overheating? Because your body is naturally 98 degrees inside. I inside. think
0: I think that it's because your body generates heat just by moving around and stuff and by burning energy, and it usually needs cooler air temperature to equalize it. To, 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 to keep it functioning normal. Like like to evaporate evaporate the water off of your skin, the sweat off of your skin, that, that like carries the extra heat away so you don't get too hot.
2: Mm. But do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I
0: see what you're saying, but
1: uh, it's just like – what would be an equivalent example? Like maybe taking – Oh, I can't even think of something. Here's a question. But but it, it's regulated by l- normal temperatures, like the our, our, the outside cooler temperature helps keep our body temperature yeah. at, at that at level. If, at but but if you be.
0: stay really hydrated, if you stay well hydrated at that temperature, you you won't pass out. Like I mean, because you, your body is able to your your body's able to sweat enough that it carries that extra heat away from you. Gotcha. But. Here's what I'm wondering: if it's if it's 110 outside and you're out there for six hours, like people people do that a new boss. (laughs) People (laughs) do that, but is it like, how does your body stay at 98 if it's 110?
2: You just answered that question. No, but I'm sweating.
0: With sweating, but I didn't. I don't know that you can like. Is is it possible to make something cooler?
2: So Than the ambient temperature of the air. Well, your body's able to do it. Apparently.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's just weird. Anyways. I, I would be interested to see if somebody somebody was sitting out in... Well, we have a heat wave coming up this week. Yeah. So if you happen to be sitting outside for a couple of hours or working outside in this heat, take your body temperature right before you go inside. And we would like to know if your body temperature is over 100 degrees. Mm. Yeah.
2: Anyways. All right. Let's review this. Coffee. Was there more about
1: mosquitoes?
2: Um, oh, one other thing I just recently learned about mosquitoes is that it's possible to build up an immunity to them. Ooh. I, uh, I learned that, this. That would be what, very useful. In a, at a, in a message that I just recently listened to of a man who lived up in Canada. And when he first moved up there, it was a great bother. But after a couple of years, they got used to him and after a while their bites aren't nearly as uh aren't nearly as uh what are, extreme are like, I, I your need skin to learn gets this used technique to it, and like the, the itchiness and and just yeah it doesn't have as great of an, of, of an effect
0: I I uh, on I need to learn this I need to learn this trade
2: well the way you do it is by getting bitten a lot
0: Gain must come through pain.
2: Right. You need to go back up to Michigan, Jeff, and let them swarm you. You need to run towards the mosquitoes. I think I would go crazy. You need to, as it were, when one bites you, you need to turn the other cheek and let your other cheek get bitten as well. And thus, you will get used to the bites.
1: All right. I think that's the last of the content for today. Yeah. Do we want um, to do feedback? Yeah.
2: Ah, oh, I missed the best part. The best part of this episode, this specific one. Ugh, oh, I'm kidding, Jeff. Your story was really good. <laughs>
1: Leighton's going away on a communications uh, seminar, which we talked about at the beginning of the episode.
2: Everyone's rejoicing because they're like, finally, he'll be able to communicate well. He'll actually tell stories (laughs) in a timely manner. It'll
1: benefit the podcast. Hopefully hopefully it will. I think it it will. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say about it, your uh, feedback on that. And I don't think we have, uh, unless, do we have a poll for this week on Instagram or Facebook? I don't think so. Um, Jeff's got to get going. You, you can go, yeah. Jeff. Well, yeah, we Jeff. have a coffee to review. Oh, yeah, yet. we do. Oh. So
0: I got this. Um, <laughs> this is this is Main Street Roasters uh, Nitro Cold Brew, which you can only buy in-store. They, the they have it
2: on tap, don't they? They
0: have it on tap. And it looks amazing when it comes out. Well, By the time it got here, it was um, not-so-nitro-cold-brew not so because a lot of the fizz came out of it. I personally am not a huge fan of cold-brew coffee. Um I just don't like the bitter aftertaste that it generally has yeah. um, I'm a huge fan of it super good with uh like a little bit of milk and a flavoring I think
1: it's good but it's even it's delicious just plain if but, it's if it's a hot day but you want a little caffeine yeah, kick yeah get your nitro brew
0: yeah and and i I love it I actually really <laughs> to say get your nitro on <laughs> I do not like cold brew coffee no matter how it is, but this nitro cold brew is like, I don't know, there's something about it that's just, it's a little bit foamy. It is super refreshing. And I, I go in there, if I want coffee on a hot day, I go in there and get it with just a little bit of milk and a shot of caramel. And it is just awesome. It is super smooth, goes down smoothly, tastes good, and it it's actually, like...
1: Hydrating. It's hydrating. It feels hydrating. It feels hydrating, I'm yes. pretty sure it's not, because it has caffeine.
0: So anyways, <laughs> uh, cast your votes on the... Uh, the uh, air table
1: oh that's right and uh
0: we'll go from there i'll i'll post some pics from from my uh, escapades and i'll try to post a video as well i guess i i guess we'll see how that works but all right so anyways i need to get going
1: guess here, what but... you guys can go check out our list of favorite coffee brews over on the website frenchpresspodcast.com yeah
2: oh jeff
1: you you need to go
2: but one other thing i feel like should be mentioned is today's what's today July 15th. Mm -hmm. Is that a special day? I feel like it's a special day. It's the day that Jeff was back on the podcast. Uh, And also... Is this of math day? No. It's a day that is prime for buying. It's prime day. It's prime day. And tomorrow is too. So if Ruben uploads this
0: today, then uh, as you're listening to this tomorrow... It's still uh, it's still Prime
2: Day. One thing that I noticed was so bad, it's so annoying, is that, like, I went to Amazon's website, because <clears throat> it's Prime Day. Yeah. And they have, like, you know those really, really terrible, uh, like, c- commercial channels on TV? Okay. Where they're, like, showing off products. Like the infomercials? Yeah, but it's, like, constant. It's yeah, yeah. constant. And it's, like, like, a really long commercial. Well, but it's not just commercial. It's like a show. Like they have like live yeah. pricing scrolling oh, like really? through the different products that they're yeah. advertising. Yeah, it's an infomercial. And they are like – it's like knickknacks, like jewelry and shirts and towels and just random. And this weird kind of uh, floor mop. Yeah, and and it's two people talking about yeah. it and like yeah. feeling it and like talking about it. Amazon has that. Mm-hmm. live mm-hmm. on their, Did just do? going really? constantly that's right. on their they website. They do
0: have a, a live Prime Day thing.
2: It's weird. And yeah. it's just like, oh, we're reverting. It felt like backwards progress. Like, oh. you know how uh-huh. the internet was the thing that's like destroying TV? Like, and, and just it's destroying like, that that model.
0: And now yeah. internet has turned into TV again. Well,
2: internet was like, hey, you know what we should do? and shouldn't have done is take a page from like the old model. No. No, yeah. do it better, not the same.
0: Yeah, you can do it better. Oh god. We uh we actually we bought a we bought a sweeper for our home and the de- the deal's ended now, but it was 40% off. I'm glad that you told Which us about was... a deal that's already ended. I know, but 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 <laughs> this is a is a pretty expensive item that was 40% off. Was there, it there's like a Royal? Ton stuff on there like that. No, it wasn't a Royal. It was was it a Dyson? I think it was an off-brand of Dyson. Like Dyson owns the brand, but Dyson, not actually Dyson, but Dyson does have their stuff on sale. Oh, there's a bunch of stuff on sale. They have those um those bladeless fans for thirty and forty percent off. Which those are
2: really cool, but still too expensive to think about.
1: All right, Layden, what's
2: the point? Uh, the point is, Jeff went snowmobiling in the summer. Point number two, uh, mosquitoes. Are not attracted to blood types. Just humans. Point number three Ruben finds cold brew pressure. Where do the weakest snowmobiling?